In this video, I'm going to talk about the armies of the Antichrist. And the reason I'm going to talk about this is because um, God has burdened me uh, with the, the undesirable uh, task of doing what's called the work of the Messiah, the Prince. And so the work of the Messiah, the Prince, is ap actually unnecessary work that does not need to be done. See, the reason why it needs to be done is because we live in the earth and the earth is filled with religious bullshit. No matter what religion you have, if you're an atheist, a Christian, or anything else, you believe that most people's religious beliefs are wrong. And you're probably correct. So God has said that there should be there should come a man named Messiah the Prince who comes to the earth and tells everyone true religion. Well, I'll tell you right now, we're in a second timeline. That'll make sense in the future. In the first timeline, it already happened, and it was a complete fucking waste of time. Messiah the Prince did it for 7,000 fucking years, and it was a complete fucking waste of time. It never should have happened. But there's more. Just hearing about religion all day and this is wrong, God is wrong, another thing is wrong, and also a fourth thing, and a fifth thing, and a hundredth thing, and a thousand thing. That just takes forever. No one needs to listen to that. That takes forever. It's a huge time burden. We have other things to do. So when we talk about what happened in the first timeline, it was unnecessary. In order for the earth to get better, we need to fix world hunger, world poverty, and a few other things. That's if you want to stay in the earth. It's filled with pollution and it's easily removed. So God wants to come down here and spend 70 fucking years of him sitting around on, on top of a mountain while people hear about religion, but none of the problems are fixed, which makes God an ineffective boss. An ineffective God, an ineffective leader, unwanted and undesired. See, if God knows a way that we can clean up the pollution, he can just tell us and then we can do it or he can do it himself. If God knows a way to end world hunger, he can tell us and we can do it or he can do it himself. But what he wants to do is he wants to come down here and do a bunch of miracles like moving mountains and rivers. And he wants to grandstand and act like it's some big fucking deal. Then, when it's finally time for someone to get some food in their mouth, they have to look at their child square in the eyes and say, God didn't provide food. He just moved a bunch of mountains unnecessarily. See, moving a mountain's real fucking hard. God providing food or moving a mountain's real fucking easy. So God wants to move mountains rather than provide food, which means God is bad at prioritizing. Food for children is more important. So here's how it happens. The Jesus Christ and the Antichrist, the devil and the false prophet are four regular men that want to come to the earth and then they want to claim to be God and they want you to choose who is God. Now, my opinion is nobody cares. Those idiots are not invited to come down here and do a God contest. And so in order for this to happen, God promised them that he would give them power of God. And in the first timeline it happened, God gave Jesus the power to move a mountain. 
he gave the, the false prophet power to bring down fire from the sky. <coughs> he gave the devil the power to talk good. And he let the Antichrist borrow his throne for a few years. And so they all thought you'd believe that they're God or call them God because of that. And apparently it took 70 fucking years for it to happen. But in that timeline, children starved every day, just like they do right now. So right now is the perfect time for God to come to the earth and do a miracle, a world food providing miracle. So that children have food, but God instead wants to fuck around and give the antichrist power to sit on a throne and Jesus, the power to move mountains. Jesus is so self-involved in his desire to be called God that he'd rather move a mountain rather than feed children. Jesus doesn't give a fuck about the children. So when we look at the end times and the armies of the antichrist, what we can see is that the armies of the antichrist are a low priority compared to food until they start trying to kill everyone. And so in two years, one month, at the end of the month, October, in the year 2025, God is scheduled to come to the earth for the first time in thousands of years. God Almighty on the throne, not Jesus Christ. And then Jesus is going to come and then the Antichrist and all those idiots are going to come after God comes here. And they all have it scheduled that they, they get the power to move a mountain, the power to sit on a throne, the power to bring down fire from the sky, and the power to speak better. And then they want to see who's God. And then the children are going to starve every day still, like they do today. So I'm making these podcasts and this YouTube video so in the future I can reference back to these, anyone who wants to know what, what happened and why it happened so stupid. And then you can all call God, your father in heaven, a dumb fucking selfish idiot that was more interested in being entertained by the end times than feeding children. Because children starve every day today. And so in two years, one month, when God comes and you guys say, Hey God, will you do a miracle? And God says, no, I'll say, God's going to keep saying no, because just like everyone else, he doesn't give a fuck. If you starve, I'm going to cause God so much goddamn shame that God wants to leave the earth and never come back because he should have done miracles 10 years ago. And he refused. So. first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try to shame God into feeding the poor, giving them houses and money, stuff like that. I'll explain the money thing later. Then I'm going to defeat the armies of the Antichrist. Now the Antichrist, he is so, he's just a regular guy, but he, he's been planning this for a, a few thousand years approximately. He's so stupid that he thought in the end times, everyone would be fighting with swords and spears. He didn't know the future, so he didn't know there'd be guns and bombs. And so now there's guns and bombs. So he thinks the future war is going to be fought with guns and bombs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring technology that's more advanced than that. I'm going to bring spaceships and I'm going to I'm going to cut all the tanks in four pieces from space. 
I'm going to bore holes into the earth and I'm going to destroy every nuclear missile from space. I'm going to destroy all their base ship defense satellites that they put up there for no reason. Those do them no good. I'm going to destroy all the uh, aircraft carriers with the Navy. All those guys do is talk about killing people all day. And so when the armies of the Antichrist start to assemble in the earth, I'm going to smoke those motherfuckers so fast that it's going to be a one second war. With advanced weapons, cutting through a tank is a piece of cake. It's like cutting through a wet paper bag with a sharp knife. It's not hard to cut through a wet paper if you have a sharp knife. And it's not hard to cut a tank in half if you have a space laser beam or whatever you want to call it. It's not lasers. Now, one of the challenges I have when I talk to people about advanced technology is, is not proving it. Because once I show you guys, you can see it and see how it works. And I don't want to do it because people are afraid of that technology. A weapon that can cut all the tanks in half in the earth in one second by shooting out millions of phaser beams or whatever you want to call it is a scary fucking weapon with mass drivers that pulverize the army of the Antichrist into pancakes and mashed potatoes and destroy every army in seconds. That's scary. Proving it's easy. The hard part is that you guys never understand how to make it and you keep demanding how to, how does it, how does it get made? You don't have names for it in your science fiction TV shows. It's a high energy output energy beam. If you want, you, you can say that, but you don't understand how it works until you go to university for a few years in the future. And then you can understand how weapons work if you want, but I don't want you to make them because they're scary fucking weapons. And so the armies of the antichrist, his plan originally was that he would do literally nothing for thousands of years. And then he would suddenly sneak up on you and then surprise you. He wants to do the same thing as Jesus. He wants to come here and demonstrate a whole bunch of power and he wants you to find it impressive. So he wants to ascendeth out of the ocean. He wants God to make him really big like a giant man. And then he wants to come out of the ocean with his arms overhead and he wants to say, fall down and worship me. And he wants you guys all to be impressed by this. And then he wants to um, go sit on a throne somewhere and he wants to get a bunch of armies to go around killing everyone he thinks sitting in a throne is impressive because he thinks that's what you think about all day is thrones. He also thinks armies are impressive. He thinks you think about this all day, but normal people don't think about this shit all day. So we're not impressed. And so the, the, the psychology of the antichrist is that he, he's going to spend the next 75 years being disappointed because no one finds him impressive. He's just a weird dude. That's overly obsessed with armies, thrones, and coming up out of the ocean. Jesus thinks you're impressed by him moving mountains and raising the dead. He plans to maybe raise three people from the dead, but not too many. He wants to do it later, the millennial reign of Christ. And then he wants to be really impressive to everyone. But here's the truth about raising the dead. God can do it very easily. Jesus Christ doesn't want to do it because he got that power given to him. So what happened is I took that power from him. He can no longer heal the sick or raise the dead. He has no power of God because he arrogantly said he could figure it out on his own.
So he's not going to be able to do it and they're not going to impress anyone. And so that's the psychology of Jesus Christ. He wants to appear impressive. So when we look at the armies of the Antichrist, we're looking at one simple fact. A man who wants to appear impressive by killing everyone. Jesus wants all the believers to die, and then he wants to raise you from the dead because he thinks you'll find that impressive. The false prophet wants to be impressive by threatening you with fire from the sky. So my plan for the armies of the Antichrist is to smoke those motherfuckers so hard with technology that the Antichrist never tries to have an army again. But the problem is a lot of people that join armies are just regular people that are poor. So the quickest way to defeat the armies of the Antichrist is to make everyone so fucking rich they don't ever want to join an army again because they just want to go out with their money and enjoy their life. They want to buy a boat, go out on the water. They want to get pay off their car loan and their house loan. And then they want to enjoy their life. They, they're married or something. They want to live a normal life. And then everyone that's left, they would rather be a murderer. Those motherfuckers can die. And so the armies of the Antichrist, according to the Bible, are scheduled to defeat everyone everywhere. And then Jesus is supposed to raise you from the dead. But none of that has to happen. And the reason is, if a bunch of armies come and kill all the believers, then God in heaven didn't save you the way he promised. See, God promised everyone that you're free and that you can live. And so when the armies of the Antichrist come and start killing everyone, that means God's not protecting anyone. Now, for some dumb fucking reason, in the Bible, God plans to protect Israel for no fucking reason. Armies are supposed to come and attack Israel on every side, and God's supposed to protect them. But in this timeline, it's not going to happen. The Antichrist wants to have a bunch of armies, but in this timeline, it's not going to happen. A man named John Huxton, a friend of the Antichrist, wants to have more armies also, and in this timeline, it's not going to happen. None of them are going to have armies. And so the reason I'm telling you this in the podcast is mostly just so I can scratch it off my list and use it as a reference later for anyone who wants to know how it's going to go in the end times when those dumb motherfuckers come to the earth. But I'm also trying to put the pressure on God. He, he is scheduled to, to offend everyone in the earth by not healing the sick, not raising the dead, not healing your diseases, not healing your skin, not healing... Uh, the blind or anything else. God doesn't plan to do that. God wants to move mountains like Jesus. And that's going to offend everyone in the earth. And so I'm trying to put as much shame in God's corner as possible because God has been gone 2,000 years just like everyone else. He wasn't even here much when Jesus was in the earth. And so... Um, I am scheduled to be Messiah the Prince and I refuse to do it, but God's forcing me to do it. He's forcing me to stay in the earth and I have the technology to leave, but every day God uses the power of God to stop me. And so God's got me cornered. So I'm going to corner God until God stops with this dumb end times bullshit. And so when the armies of the Antichrist come, the Muslims have a prophecy that Jesus is going to kill the Antichrist, but not the armies. See, Jesus is a loser too. He wants to come down here and show off that he can kill someone. 
the Antichrist. But then God's just going to bring the Antichrist back. And so that's just going to be a stupid waste of time. See, the whole end times is this stupid waste of time that doesn't make any sense and no one cares about. So I'm telling about it before it happens so that anyone who's interested now can hear. And then that's two years, one month from now. And then... In the future, after all this shit comes to pass, people can look back at the YouTube videos and my podcasts and get all the information because I'll be too busy to talk to people then. And then God will be found to be wrong also. God wanted me to come to the earth and tell everyone that earth is wrong, but God's wrong too. He doesn't answer your prayers. He doesn't come to the earth. That means you don't know anything about him or see him. He doesn't do miracles when you pray to him. He's a liar, just like Jesus Christ. And so when God comes and tells me to do the work of the Messiah, the Prince, God's going to be backed into a corner because he swore to every man and woman in heaven that I would be Messiah, the Prince. I'd have riches. I'd have glory. I'd have a kingdom. I'd, I'd have all these great things. But instead of giving it to me, God decided to postpone all that stuff for another set of years. And then when it finally happens, I'm going to be so angry at God that God's going to have to give a whole bunch of bullshit explanations to everyone about why this happened. And then I'm going to say to God, you're a liar about what you promised to do. You could have done good in the earth the last three and a half years and you never did. And so when the armies of the Antichrist suddenly appear, I'm going to say, God, you are the reason they appeared because people are poor in the earth and that's your fault. They work hard and they pray for money and you never answer their fucking prayers. They work as hard as everyone else and they deserve fair pay. So the armies of the Antichrist have a little bit to do with war, a little bit to do with the Bible, a little bit to do with the Quran, but they have a lot more to do with God's bullshit plans he has for the earth.